I'm excited to have our uh, our uh, friends from the Providence Teen Challenge Women's House. And uh, how many of you guys were here last year? A few of you were here. A couple of you. What excites me though is just to know that God is in the is the business of changing lives. You know, and what I see when they come every time is they they talk about how God is changing their lives. And uh, you know, after 35 years of being a Christian, God is still changing my life, and and He's still got a lot of work in me to do. You think that you know, well, it all it all happens right then that day that you accept Jesus, but you know that's just the beginning, really. And then He's He's just making us more and more like Him, so that when we get to heaven, it's not going to be such a huge change, right? And uh, you know, so God's got a lot of work to do in us, but I'm so glad. So let's welcome uh, Providence Teen Challenge Women's Choir. And this is Courtney. Awesome. How are you guys doing today? My name is Courtney. I'm the choir director here for Providence Women's Teen Challenge. I'm 23 years old, and I've been with the ministry for about three years now. Um, this ministry completely changed my life, um, saved my life, really. Um, three years ago, I don't even remember who that person was. I was depressed. I was addicted to alcohol. I was very... Um, I was just lost. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who Courtney was. And um, I, through a series of events trying to take my own life, um, God led me to the Providence Teen Challenge. I'm originally from Michigan, so it's quite the journey over here. I really didn't even know what Rhode Island was, to be honest. I had no idea. I wasn't really a good student in geography class. So um, I was like, where, where am I going? I thought it was like literally an island. But, you know, God brought me here, and he has completely changed my life. I didn't know about God. I went to a Lutheran church growing up, but that was kind of just because my mom made me. I didn't know anything. I didn't know that you could talk to God, even though uh, as I look back in my mess, I always talked to him. I would always be kind of bartering with him, you know, get me out of this. I didn't know who I was talking to, but it was him. And he has had grace on me since the day I was born. You know, he uh, was adopted into a great home. You know, I could have been adopted into any home, but I was adopted into a great home. And they have supported me through my whole walk in Teen Challenge. When I was out in my mess, you know, my mom had to do the hard love thing, kick me out. And that's what saved my life. And just when I came into this program, it took me a while to claim to, um, to believe in God and to really, you know, stand on him. But once he got me, he got me big, you know. Um, I, after coming in here, I didn't know that I had so much stuff built up, so much anger and stuff. I thought I was just coming in here because I had a problem with substances. But then once my eyes were open to who I was, really was, he did huge things, you know. And throughout the program, he just kept taking off those character flaws and sh revealing these things to me. And, you know, the program and the staff and every everybody in the program was just so loving. And I knew there was a God because they would love me through the crazies. I'd be so mean to them, but they would still love me and they would understand. And, you know, now I get to be that person for them. You know, I'm their staff now. And I know that's only God because I didn't have a bit of compassion within me before I came into this program. I didn't care about anybody. I didn't care about myself um, mainly. And God is just... If you have no hope today and you're wondering where is God, you can sit here today and know that there is a God and he, he's big. He's alive. Jesus is alive right now. He can be alive within you. All you have to do is find that, you know. Um, if you don't know, Teen Challenge is faith-based. We're um, a residential re discipleship ministry, we like to call ourselves, because um, a lot of girls, like I said, come in here thinking they're just getting rehabilitated, um, getting off drugs, getting clean, but you come here and realize there's so much more 
that you never even knew. You know, we go back to the basics in this program, honesty, you know, loyalty, just how to be a good person, first off. And then, you know, the, the spiritual aspect of the program is what we stand on. We believe that Jesus Christ is the only way out of whatever mess we were in before. And he's proven it really uh, true, for me at least, and I know for all these girls too, you know. He's, it's amazing what he can do to a surrendered person, to an obedient person. It's amazing what he can do. I never thought I could be in a church explaining anything about God or this program, but he has brought me in three years to this position, you know. I didn't even want to show my face in the church before. I was so ashamed, and today we don't have to be ashamed because he's forgiven us, we're learning to forgive ourselves, and he that's what Christ died for. He died for us, so we don't have to sit in all that stuff, you know. And um, this program is just going. It's going places, you know. It's every single day we see miracles. People who don't believe see something little that they prayed for happen. And, you know, it's that little stuff that can grow your faith so much. And it's, God's just, he's just I, working so much in our house right now. We just had the Christmas season, and we were in 10 different malls with our jewelry back there. You saw it when you come in. Um, we, the girls make and design all the jewelry. We were in 10 different malls. And if you know, like, in this program, we're kind of in a little bubble because, you know, we have to get out of the world in order to, you know, really change our lives and stuff. So being put back into that atmosphere and just seeing where you are as a person, first of all, and as a believer in Christ, it's amazing how many people we could talk to, how many people have called the house because they were so touched or they need help or a family member needs help. It is, God showed up huge in that month. You know, it was the house kind of got a little out of control because, you know, it wasn't very orderly, and that's what we're used to, but God showed up every single day, and I know specifically for me as well, I'd be having the worst day in the morning. I'd be tired. I didn't want to go out, but then it would be that one person who came up and just was like, why are you smiling? And I would tell them, you know, I have Jesus in me, you know, and they would be confused, but I get to explain that kind of stuff, and and um, I was a number one critic before, but I know that God, God is good, and he's so real, and um in the program, they do a curriculum, and they, like, different character qualities, like I said, honesty, all that, loyalty, all those different things, and we, they have scripture memorization, where they um, memorize us um, an amount of scripture, and a lot of them didn't even think they could memorize anything after using drugs for so long, because... I mean, you don't think that you're worth anything. And a lot of times society says once you're a drug user, always a drug user. Or once you're depressed, always depressed. You'll have to be on meds. And take it from me, I don't, I don't need meds. I haven't used meds in three years for my depression. And I'm, I'm one of the happiest people you'll meet. I mean, I have my days. We all have our days, and we can't expect that to go away. But God is amazing. He's, I can't explain it enough to you how good he is in this program. Um, you're just going to hear stories of the women today that are, are real. You know, a lot of girls came straight from jail. We have a prison ministry where one of our pastors goes in there and shows them the curriculum. And they kind of, while they're in that spot, while they're in that, where they can't do anything else, they can cry out to Jesus and realize that that's what they really need, you know, to clean their lives up. And they come right into the program. And it's just it's just amazing the testimonies that you're going to hear today. I see a lot of these. I saw all these girls, actually, come into the program hopeless, um, didn't think that they would be able to make it, or wanting so hard to get something and, like, reaching out for something with an open heart. And, you know, God has captured yeah, every one of them. God has captured every one of them at this point. You know, he's, he's good. And I just, I just can't explain how much 
he he wants us to come to him you know he we might want to look for something and we might realize we need something but he wants it even more you know that's what he wants our worship to him this morning was pleasing because it was for him you know all glory to him and that's what we're doing here we're not just um standing here to have a shock factor or show you you know what we used to do but it's all glory to god what he did in our lives where we we, we give a picture where we were before so you can see the contrast of what god has done and let me tell you none of these girls came in looking this pretty and me either <laughs> trust me and um I just give all the glory to God. We're going to start with a testimony today. I just ask that you open your ears and your hearts to let God flow and um, see what he can do within you. You know, like I said this morning in the prayer when we were um, in the van, you don't have to be in a program. You don't have to go through some huge life tragedy to, to claim Jesus and to call out to Jesus. You know, he's ready anytime. He'll take you who you are, wherever you are, whatever state of mind you're at. And, you know, he'll, he'll do the rest. That's his job. And he's good at it, too. So I just ask that you guys open your ears and your hearts this morning because we're just giving the glory to God. I'm going to start with Lynn's. Hi, my name is Lindsay. I'm 22, and I'm from Plymouth, Massachusetts. I've been with the Ministry of Teen Challenge for two months now. Um, I come from a broken home. Both of my parents were drug addicts. They both suffered from mental illnesses. My grandmother raised me, and she did it with a lot of love and a lot of positive affirmations, but the rejection I felt from my parents not being there just left me emotionally wounded. Um, I became very depressed. I started hurting myself on purpose. I had low self-esteem. I just had no self-worth. Like I thought if I'm not worthy of my own parents' love, then who's going to love me? So I just began looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, I got in these abusive relationships, and I just settled for less all the time. I got reconnected with my mother as an early teenager, and she introduced me to a lot of street drugs. And before I knew it, you know, I was 17 years old, and I was addicted. And I didn't know. It happened in a blink of an eye. I didn't know where I had gone wrong. My grandmother raised me right. She taught me right from wrong, but before I knew it, my wrongs were rights, and <laughs> my rights were wrongs. And um, you know, I didn't know what to do. I entered detox that year. I was 17 years old, and there would be several more after that. I was in and out of mental institutions. Like Courtney said, they told me, you have a disease of the mind. You're a drug addict. You're never going to be better. I got on methadone. I got on Suboxone. I tried all the drug replacement therapy. I went to psychiatrist after psychiatrist, counselor after counselor, program after program, and I just thought there was no way out because I kept going back to the lifestyle and the drugs, and I didn't know how to change. I always believed in God, but I only called out to him in desperate times, and I believe and I know now that he kept me in desperate times so I would keep crying out to him because he longed so much to have this relationship with me. I found myself at 19 years old sitting in state prison for some outrageous crimes I didn't even know I was capable of committing. And I'd like to say that that was a wake-up call, but it wasn't. <laughs> I got out and I continued to do the same things. I ran even harder than I did before I went in. And, you know, it took a little while, but I found myself back in there. And this time I knew something had to change. 
and I started crying out to God. At this point, I didn't even really know who I was crying out to. I just wanted help, and I was so desperate, I didn't know what else to do. And he came to my rescue, and I was saved in prison, and I got out, and I did backslide because I didn't know how to live the Christian life. But I think, you know, they say God knows our hearts, and I believe he does because I didn't want to be living the way I was living. I was so sick and tired of running. I had become a slave to sin. The drugs controlled everything I did. They controlled when I woke up, when I went to sleep, if I went to sleep at all. I didn't brush my teeth. I didn't take showers. I was willing to do whatever to get what I needed to get, to get out of myself, to fill the emptiness I felt inside. Nothing ever worked, though. Nothing could ever fill it. And in October, I overdosed, and my heart stopped beating for six minutes. And I can tell you that it's only by God's grace and mercy that I'm standing here today. You know, I had one minute to live before they pronounced me dead, and I woke up. And I can't tell you the sequence of events, you know, from that point to this point. I really can't. All I know is I ended up in a facility. You know, I voluntarily committed myself for 30 days, and... I woke up, you know, after the week detox, and I was like, what am I doing here? I don't want to be here. What did I do? Why did I do this? But God had, you know, a better plan, and he knew why I was there, and people began praying for me. You know, somebody gave me a Bible, and I just got down on my knees, and I cried out, like, God, I can't do this anymore. You know, please help me. I can't do this anymore. And, um, I found myself at Teen Challenge. My counselor in the program was a minister, and he mentioned Teen Challenge, and I told him he was crazy. I couldn't imagine being somewhere for 15 and a half months without a cell phone, without a boyfriend, without anything that I was told I was always going to need. But I ended up here, and um, it's definitely a blessing. <laughs> I still go through trials. I'm still unsure a lot, but what it comes down to is, like, at the end of the day, I know that I'm not there on my will. You know, I wake up and I don't want to die anymore. I'm not living to die anymore. I have hope. Um, you know, I have so many women in my life that love me for me, not for what's in my pocket or what I can do for them. They love me unconditionally, like Courtney said, even in my mess. Um... My parents, they're still doing the same things, but that's okay because I can pray for them now and I know the power of prayer is strong. You know, I know my grandmother must have said a lot of prayers to get me in here. Um, and I've just, I found a father in Christ. You know, I rely on him for everything. I'm finding happiness and contentment just with God, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, the scripture I'm going to leave you with is John 1, 5. The light shines in on the darkness, and the darkness has never been able to put it out. Thank you.
Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm 22. I'm from South Kingstown, Rhode Island. So I'm actually your rival. <laughs> um, I know that, um, well, my depression started when I was young. I never really had any friends. I was made fun of a lot in school, and so I developed a lot of insecurity, um, and which led to me not really having a lot of social skills because I, I felt that no one really wanted to hear me speak. And um, the first person I met that I found my identity in was my boyfriend when, I, when we were 17, and he died in a car accident in 2007. And after that, my depression just, um, I never felt depression as bad as I've, I'd ever felt in my life. And I felt that my soul had been ripped out and I was already depressed before that, so um, I started hanging out with the wrong people. It started off with marijuana, and then slowly it ended up um, just street drugs, whatever I could do to be able to get people to like me or just get my mind off of the, the cloud that was over my head constantly. And... Um, I finally, I had hit rock bottom so many times, but it was never enough for me. So this last time, um, I, I had overdosed again, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it anymore. And I knew that Teen Challenge was the only place that could ever deliver me from this madness because I knew that God was the center of the program. And... I came into Teen Challenge. My mom had prayed for four years for me to get into Teen Challenge, for me to, for my will. And finally, I, I decided to. And God has just changed me so much. <laughs> I don't, I was, in the beginning, I wanted to leave every day. I wanted to get high constantly. I've been here for seven months. And every day I prayed for, um, I just prayed, God, help me to hate what you hate because I still love getting high. I still love um, having those friends that I thought were friends. I still loved all of this stuff. And I just, I see that he's put like a burning passion in me to really hate what he hates. He's really answered my prayer in that aspect. I, we live in Providence and I'm just going to put it bluntly. There's you know, there's like needles on the ground and there's stuff all around Providence and we see it all because we live on Elmwood and um, I, I just, now when I see that first I get angry, which is a blessing because before I would embrace that or want it and now my heart breaks for those people that are still bound in that because I thought that I would always have to be a slave to that, that I could just the fact that I'm out of bed right now and, and talking to you and I just sang a happy song. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not me. I was, um, I don't even know how to, I'm so nervous. I'm sure you can tell. Um, but I just, <laughs> if you talk to me one-on-one, I'll be able to tell you that God delivered me from depression and, uh, a four-year addiction to heroin, and um, 
he's already, he's just started with me. That's not even the beginning. And the verse that I stand on is, um, be strong and bold, banish fear and doubt, for the Lord is with you wherever you go. morning. Hi, my name is Mackenzie. Um, I'm 24 years old. I'm actually from Texas, so God brought me a long way um, to come into Teen Challenge. Um, I was raised in the church. I knew about God. Um, I went to church every Sunday, Wednesday, anytime the doors were open. Um, my mom was a praise and worship leader at our church, and so I knew the Lord. I knew um, his word and, and you know, how, how to to, to live and stuff, but there was a lot of things going on inside, inside of our home um, that my mom and us kids didn't know about um, concerning my ex-stepdad, and um, he was doing a lot of things inside of our home behind closed doors that um, we didn't know about, and so at the age of 16, um, as us, me and my brother and sister got older, a lot of those things came to light. And um, at that time, I became very angry. I became very angry at God. I didn't understand why he was allowing some of those things to happen inside of our home whenever we were serving him, whenever things seemed like they were going okay. And um, at that time, I had a boyfriend um, who used marijuana. And so I had this empty void inside of me. I, I stopped believing in God. I stopped believing that he was real because he let these things happen to my family. And I started using drugs. I started getting drunk every day, started smoking weed, and um, just found my identity in that. It, it seemed to fill this emptiness inside of me, but what it, what it did is it made me even more depressed. And um, I fell into different relationships, um, abusive relationships. I just wanted somebody to, like, love me and um, to fill that void inside of me. I knew that in my heart that the only way that I could overcome anything was was going back to the Lord and, and finding forgiveness inside of my heart and um, forgiving myself for a lot of the things that I let myself do and stuff and... Um, I went to Arkansas for a week to go and visit my family up there, and I just kind of opened up to my family and told them some of the things that I was doing. I was very ashamed. I was very good at putting on a front, um, doing things like smoking and drinking and stuff, but then go still going to church and putting on that front like everything was okay, but inside I was dead. I was completely dead, and I knew that I needed help. And so I cried out to my family, and I just told them some of the things that I was doing. And um, being raised in church in the Assemblies of God, I knew about Teen Challenge. They always came to my church, and um, I never thought that I would be inside of a program or have to get help, but I knew inside that I needed to get help, that I couldn't do it on my own strength. And so whenever they mentioned Teen Challenge, um, I was like, ah, you know, I don't know if I really need Teen Challenge, but there was this peace inside of me. Like, I, I did need to go. I did need to get help. Um, I was so desperate, just desperate to get, to have, find joy, to just be alive. And um, so I said yes to Teen Challenge, and then they said Providence, Rhode Island. And for Texas to Providence to Rhode Island is very, it's, it's far. And um, I was like, all right, you know, not knowing that it was so far away, but I, I was, like, willing to do anything. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go. Um, I thought they said New England, and I thought, like, New England was, 
like a, a different country or something. I was like, New England, what's New England? So I got on a plane, I came to Teen Challenge, and the minute that I stepped inside of that door, um, I just felt the, the love of God through my sisters and through the staff, and um, I didn't think that I was that bad off um, being raised in church. I thought that I was okay. I wasn't on, you know, um, hard, hard drugs or whatever, but God showed me different inside of my heart. I had a lot of ugly things inside of my heart that he needed to come in and, and get a hold of and change me, and I remember being here last year and standing on stage and just feeling like so insecure about myself and not even knowing who I was, and um, I was just a few months into the program. I've been in the program now for 14 months, and just to see how God has just changed my life and used Teen Challenge to change me and to, to um, heal those inner things inside of me. He's brought restoration with my mom. Um, he's healed that anger that I've had towards her for so many years for um, just her doing some things and stuff, and God has just healed that relationship with her. Um, I've had a lot of things go on inside of this program. I lost my pawpaw during the program, and that was hard. I thought that that was going to take me out, but it didn't. I knew that I needed to stay here and continue on the journey, and God has just done a lot since I've been here. Um, I commence next month in February, and I'm excited about that. Uh, I can't believe that I've completed something. I never completed anything in my life. Um, I never completed marriages. I never completed anything. And I compl I've completed this program almost, and I'm just so thankful for where God has brought me. Um, the scripture that I want to leave you with is Matthew 5, 16, and it's let your light shine before men that he may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And we're lights. And um, as you were praying earlier, um, how this church is a light inside of the community, we're lights inside of this darkness world. And it's just awesome um, just, to, just to be here. And thank you guys very much. So those are some of the testimonies from the girls. Um, as you see, God has done huge things in this house, huge things through our obedience and surrender to him. And I just hope that um, it's spoken some hope into you, encouraged you this morning. Um, we just thank you guys so much for being a supporter. Every year we come and we feel loved and we feel supported. And we just thank you so much for that. You know, Teen Challenge is not funded by the government. We run strictly off churches and also our jewelry in the back. Now we make and sell that. And um, so we just thank you so much. If God puts it on your heart, we have a sponsorship program. You can sponsor a student. Um, it's a dollar a day for as long as you want. Um, you can speak to me back there afterwards. Come see the jewelry afterwards. The girls are going to come around with mailing list cards. And that um, you can just fill out your address and something we can pray with you for. Also, we have a cross in the switchblade book that we can send to you. And that's how Teen Challenge began with David Wilkerson. Um, it's a great book just to show you the history of Teen Challenge. Um, we just thank you so much for being here and supporting us. And um, we just want to sing one more song. It's going to be Amazing Grace. If you guys don't mind standing with us to worship. And just so we can all remember how amazing his grace really is. Thank you guys so much.
Amen. Was that good or what? Yes.